0: The Nerdist School Network For class and show information Visit NerdistSchool.com
1: Hey guys, it's Ryan and Kelly Hey guys, it's Ryan and Kelly (laughs) (laughs) From the Hellmouthy Podcast Do you want to watch Buffy Either again or for the first time ever And talk about it With us? (laughs) You'll be doing talking by yourself But we'll be talking Check out the Hellmouthy Podcast on Nerdist School Network Listen to it Okay, (laughs) let's try it one more time
0: The Navis and Frank present a comic book podcast. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: Boys and girls.
0: You've gathered here at a momentous day.
1: We are the novice and Frank.
0: And we will entertain you.
1: That's right. <laughs> How long we could keep that going? That's right. Oh, uh, we we're so serious for a little bit. I
0: know. Maybe we should do this whole with this podcast talking very, very seriously. very
1: seriously. Just put everybody to sleep because yes. we're so soothing.
0: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk comic books very seriously in a very serious way. That's
1: right. But first, we have to do our improvised theme song.
0: No laughs.
1: I didn't last I didn't last This song is a
0: lie This life is a lie Amanda laughed when she should have been Sad and maybe cried That's right, I didn't
1: stick the landing On that joke that Frank set up But I don't feel so bad Because we're gonna have a great time tonight
0: I'm the novice And Frank Oh, look at that (laughs)
1: Oh, I did not see the landing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought that I could hold it all together, but I couldn't.
0: No, no, no. no, That's fine. That's fine. It's been a day. It has
1: been a day. It's been a good day, though.
0: That's right. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, hi. Welcome to The Novice and Frank. I'm Frank. I guess I'm the resident novice of this podcast.
1: That's right. He knows lots and lots of stuff. And uh, I'm Amanda. I'm The Novice. And I also know lots of stuff, just not about comic books, but I'm learning.
0: <laughs> you, uh, you know nothing about anything. Nothing like about I'm not, anything. <laughs> I'm fresh from the like a like uh, from the I womb. From,
1: um, yes, I was gonna say womb. Oh no, that. A little jinx. Nice. Mm. I didn't say it, so I guess it's not a jinx. It would have been if I'd said it. Okay, N- let's not live in regret. No, let's no. Let's move forward. <laughs> uh, but is-
0: we're of course recording here in the Nerdist School podcast booth. Uh, right next. Do awesome, fantastic Meltdown Comics on the Los Angeles Strip.
1: That's right. Yeah, on the Sunset Strip, we're uh, wedged between two fantastic uh, legends. One is uh, the Nerd School, which mm-hmm. I believe they're having a, either a class or show yes. right next door. And on the other side, uh, we've got Meltdown Comics, which is really cool. Look at that. Sandwich in the middle of all that talent. And we're kind of, you could say... Bringing those things together with this podcast. So it works on a very literal sense and a figurative sense.
0: We're like the uh, the Reese's peanut butter cup. Of, oh my gosh. What yeah, a beautiful
1: what a beautiful comparison. There you go. They like us. They really That's like right. us.
0: And joined, as always, uh, the novice and Frank is not the novice and Frank without the able bodied and mad <laughs> skills of Trevor Reese.
1: That's right. Yay. Trevor yes he's waving you can't see it but he's happy to be here we're just gonna trust that he is uh <laughs> he'll so, tell
0: us that he is and we he may not be in the truth but you know regardless
1: that's right uh it's a beautiful sound uh audio engineer and uh making the magic happen here on the microphone so
0: and it's always uh it's always good to check in uh for
2: Trevor's comic picks of the week
1: yeah what are Trevor's picks I think we should make this an official segment
2: yeah. <laughs> um Well, I picked up the Flash 17. The Flash 17. uh, Part four of Rogues Reloaded. Okay. uh, And then also part four of Sitting in a Tree. I picked up Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. Uh, Nice. Okay. um, Which I'm really digging. And then uh, Hawkeye number one. Oh. Kate Bishop, Hawkeye. New Mm -hmm. Hawkeye.
0: Look at that. And only here at Meltdown Comics, got it for a dollar. They're doing a special sale on a lot of the new Marvel Now number ones. Oh, that's pretty
1: cool. I wonder if mine was number one. Hold on, I have some new stuff too. We'll talk about that. So tonight, what we're gonna do? We uh, thought that it would be fun uh, to kind of, instead of focusing on just one thing, uh, talk about what we're reading now and sort of like what's on the docket uh, and what we're excited about.
0: Yes, so that's uh, what we're doing. And, and I will jump in right away based on Trevor's uh, suggestion there about the uh, the Spider-Man, excuse me, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Gwen. Uh, and Spider-Man crossover. They've been doing a little four-part crossover, two in uh, Spider-Man, two in Spider-Gwen. Okay. And after, I will say, I bet. Oh, is it six? six is it total. six? Oh, it's six total. I guess that means they only Look, get four.
1: And oh. you're learning too.
0: Like I just learned that. Oh, boy. Look at that. So it looks like we know who the novices now, yeah. Trevor.
1: Somebody fire Frank. That's right. Trevor, get in here. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I like about that, though, is that Marvel, I mean, we, of course, have so many crossovers. Civil War II, mm-hmm. uh, now we're gearing up for Secret Empire, but I miss the days when you could just do a crossover between two characters in a title, and it didn't have to have larger repercussions. It could just be a Good self-contained crossover.
1: They don't do that much anymore.
0: Not really, because everything's just so. Not they may have guest stars in each other's books, but uh-huh. in terms of doing a nice, just like crossover between those titles, that doesn't happen as much anymore. It's always just geared towards the big events.
1: Why do you why do you think that is? Because it seems like it'd be a good opportunity. Do you think it becomes like too many cooks in the kitchen? Because then you're getting so. For these, for instance, uh, do they have? Is it the writers from Spider Gwen, the current Spider Gwen, working with the white writers from the current? Spider-Man mm-hmm. or is it they're, so they're all working together or they didn't they did they didn't bring in like a team of separate writers to be like you guys are doing this this six issue crossover. No
0: they've got Brian Bendis and uh, uh, Jason Latour. Oh okay. Yes uh, doing the writing for that so collaborating uh, but then Brian Bendis will write the Spider-Man issues and Jason Latour will write the Spider-Gwen but they've kind of collaborated on the, the plot.
1: Jason Latour is Southern Bastards? Correct. Yes learning. Uh, but there he's the artist. Here okay. he's the writer interesting He is a, j- a, a, a Jacques of all trades. you might that's, say that's right
0: Wee oui, oui. oui, oui.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um okay cool so I uh, do you think maybe they don't do it because sometimes it's it feels like too many cooks in the kitchen maybe they don't? I don't know I mean
0: I, I always kind of like the when a, a two characters are kind of crossover and it didn't have to be part of a huge line-wide event mm-hmm. and um, I don't know I mean and, and everybody's mileage may vary, may vary on Marvel crossovers and mm-hmm. the big line-wide events and I'm I don't know. I don't, I don't. want to say I'm starting to get burnt out, but my enthusiasm starting to wane. Yeah, a little bit. Especially because I feel like they haven't really stuck the landing on a lot of the big events. I felt like Civil War Two was like kind of a letdown by the end of it. Okay. I don't, you didn't read it, did you? Not
1: Civil War Two. No, I did not.
0: Did you read any of it, Trevor? Yeah. So, but yeah, but not that excited. Not so excited that you wanted that you were compelled. Like I gotta keep reading this and see where it goes. Yeah. No, I was
2: never compelled to keep going. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. I feel like Marvel. Marvel is such a tricky thing with other big line of events because they're publishing uh, ends up you know, when they're supposed to publish these books they end up getting derailed and so a lot of books get delayed and then they have to start everything they've been that happens after these stories they end up releasing before the final issue of the miniseries so you see different status quos already and then it just kind of cuts the legs out slightly of the big end of the event because mm. you're already moving on to the next big thing yeah and I feel like you never get a chance just to tell stories about the characters as much as opposed to no, we got everything's gotta start
1: explosions like... and eighty people. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's just it, it's nice to just have two characters crossover without larger events okay. being in the way. Okay.
1: Cool. I, yeah, I can I can understand that for sure. So or have you? So you have not read this any of the six part. I ha- I've
0: read the first. Uh, two parts. Okay. And then I've got the next two parts on my, my iPad. Okay. Uh, and now that I know that it's gonna be a six parter then mm-hmm. I'll have two more to get as well. Mm-hmm. Which would be we exciting. Can
1: get that just in a completely different medium yeah. just to like mess with everything.
0: Oh that's true. There you go.
1: You're like I'm gonna buy one in a hard copy that's and right. one I'm gonna get digitally but not on my iPad.
0: True, or I'll just have somebody else buy it, tell me the story, and then I will draw my interpretation of that. Oh, and then read that.
1: The oldest art form.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oral <laughs> really, stories. Really appreciate yes. it. Yeah, great. Uh, so, uh, but I notice a ba- uh, a nice little stack of comics right there on your table.
1: I do. I do have. I do have a, a little stack. So the only the one that I came in tonight, already knowing that I wanted, was a story. It's called The Old Guard. I have issue one of it, Hmm. and uh, it's uh, Greg Rucka, who does Lazarus. Oh, of course. Right there. You know that I love. Yes.
0: And And, that's image. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's an image book, and it's cool because they've got their little image, 25. It's like the future of comics, which is cool. Uh, And so it's Greg Rucka uh, writing and then art and covers by Leandro Fernandez. Oh, nice. Um, And so I am not super familiar with his work. I think they
0: collaborated on Queen and Country. Oh, okay. Or, the uh, colors
1: are, well, the colors is a different person, but um, the colors by Daniela Miwa. Oh, nice. Um, but it looks beautiful. Like, the art looks really cool, and I love Greg Rucka, and this has been, and there are a couple of different people on Instagram that I follow, one being um, uh, Girl's, Guide, Girl's Guide to Comics, mm. uh, and oh, there's another one, I want to say Jin in Comics is another one that I follow, nice. and they've posted about this book. So I was like, "Well, this is so." I so I went, and I love the cover. I think it's really cool. There's something really powerful about it. Oh, very nice. So I knew that I wanted this one. Have you heard anything about this?
0: I have not, but uh, usually I'm I'm always willing to give Greg Rucka a chance. Mm-hmm. So,
1: give Greg a chance. That's right.
0: Oh, interesting. So
1: that so so yeah. So I'm excited about that, and that's the one that I kind of knew. I, I'm not. Unless, I, unless it's something I've been really anticipating and, I, and I, I have to put it into my calendar, you know, I, I don't always know about like what's coming out, you know. I'm not good about that yet. Uh, I know like new stuff on Wednesdays, but I'm not – unless it's something that I've been really looking forward to, I don't like uh, know like this is the Wednesday that's coming out. So that one kept popping up in my social media feed and I was like, oh, that looks really good. So I, I checked that one out. Oh interesting. Then, um, this seems like almost
0: like a kind of like a take of Highlander. Oh yeah, maybe so. In a sense where you're immortals kind of throughout time and and seeing what happens uh, at the left of the immortal, not always glamorous.
1: not always. Mm-mm. It's not super fun to see everybody else die off.
0: Yeah and uh, uh, Leandro Fernandez has kind of an Ed, uh, an uh, Edward Russo look to him. He did I Hundred bullets with Oh yeah yes kind of a very similar kind of look to it.
1: okay, yeah, interesting. I'm intrigued. Well, I'll let you know how it is. All right. Uh, and then on your recommendation,
0: oh, I've nice. I got number
1: one of the Unstoppable Wasp, uh, which you, you know, you've you've talked about a lot. I feel like I've walked by it a million times, and I finally picked it up. Oh, all right. Um, so I'm excited to, to. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't know that I would pick this up or that I would be excited about it, except you, and I think Trevor too has said really good things about the Unstoppable Wasp. Is that you? Um, Maybe I just Frank. Read it. Okay, then just fine.
0: <laughs> don't don't call Trevor a liar.
1: <laughs> I won't. I will never do it again. Uh, but you know, just because the the front of it, I, I don't know why I'm not. I guess because I like the dark and broody shit, right? But uh, but you've spoken really highly of it, and I feel like some of the else that I know is like, you should read this. You'll really enjoy it. Well, I hope and, that
0: proves to be the case. Yeah, and,
1: oh, and also I think that girls, maybe the girls' guide to comics also has posted about. This. Oh, nice. But the so, cover,
0: but the cover by itself. If you were walking by, wouldn't suck you in if you didn't know about it. I
1: think it's really cute. I think it's really playful. I just, I don't, it, I don't look at it and go, oh, right, I know what's going on here. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going on here. I think her costume's really cute, though.
0: So, looking at the uh, the cover of the old guard, mm-hmm. and the cover of the unstoppable wasp, clearly you seem to be, well, you already knew Greg, Greg was doing this, but right. between the two covers, this one sucks you in more? Yes. <laughs> Why is that?
1: Because the old guard to me looks um, like it's m- grounded in more of a reality, you know, like it's a person standing with a weapon on ground, and you can't see the top of the person, but I know that it's like there's stand, there's not like it's not like, um, and it's like an axe, it's like a cool <coughs> battle axe too, and the colors are really dark, and I like that the bottom third of the of the book is black. I think that looks really like the way that it's framed, I think is really cool. And it lends itself to something more mysterious, you know? Um, and I also know, but I didn't know this until I was reading about it, that it's, I think it's another female protagonist. I wouldn't have necessarily known that from the cover. Oh, interesting. Which I think is, I mean, if you look really carefully, you can, but you can tell, but I think that, um,
0: kind of neat. There seems to be, uh, yeah, at least one, if not more, just looking at their names, Andy, Nikki, Joe, and Booker. Uh, Just reading those four names, hard to tell which one would be the female, Uh since Andy's with the Y.
1: I kind of dig, you know? know. Um, Unstoppable Wasp. I think she looks, like, super cute, really playful, Um, but that's not always something that I would pick up. And this is going to sound super judgmental, but it's also Marvel versus Image. Mm. And generally speaking, I prefer Image. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So... I think that's why, but I, but I'm gonna, you know, you've recommended this one and I'm sure that, I'm sure I'll really enjoy it, you know, but if you pick it up and kind of flip through it, it's like really colorful and she looks like a, like a princess insect.
0: Well, would you say <laughs> like, overall, cause uh-huh. I mean, I've kind of uh, made you or forced you to read a bunch of a lot of superhero <laughs> stuff from uh-huh. various time periods, yes. but would you say even after all this time that we've been doing this? That if you had to describe yourself to somebody else, would you say you're more of an independent comics fan than anything else?
1: uh, Independent meaning creator owned.
0: Or just like stuff like from image, Image. dark horse, yeah. Yes, still. Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: There are, however, I loved, I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed, uh, oh, that's what I was gonna pick up too. I I really liked um, Blind, the man with no fear. Daredevil. Daredevil. I liked Daredevil when we read Daredevil, and I would be, and now there's Kingpin. Yes. And I walked past it and went, oh, remind myself to get that. And I didn't pick it up, so I have to go get that. But I w- I'm interested in reading the Kingpin number okay. one, you know. Uh, so I like Daredevil, too. It's just, I don't know why some – I have yet to find a a really – for me, like, a really cool, realistic, like, Marvel female superhero that I'm really into. Or supervillain, for that matter. Mm. Okay. So maybe uh, this is the one. Maybe I'm going to be super into the Instab Wasp.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, certainly, I, I guess it's always hard to, when you're saying like realism and then Marvel Comics. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So tough. it might
1: just be my, just suit my, my taste more. But it doesn't mean that I won't enjoy it because, you know, Lumberjanes isn't dark <laughs> per se. It's really sweet and funny and all of these things. But it's grounded in such a reality that their, um, their dialogue is, is, Pithy and realistic to me. Yeah. And I think that it's its own, it's like its own thing. They're not superheroes per se. They're like really smart girls. That's true. You yeah. know? So I don't know. I think it might just be learning Man Taste, but I am excited to read uh, The Unstoppable Wasp because I keep hearing good things about it.
0: You don't have to say that.
1: Yeah. No, I will. There. That's all, right. all yeah, right. That's good. I'll just lie to you. All right. Um, also, though, look what else I got. Intriguing. So I got two issues of the mighty captain marvel and i saw issue zero and i was like oh i guess i'm gonna catch it right at the beginning that's cool and then i was like oh is there a number one out too and she's like yeah actually i think number is out and i'm like dang it um so i'm behind but i went ahead and got zero and number one
0: but luckily two just came out today
1: it just came out today yes yes
0: so look at that You're... i didn't
1: yeah i didn't pick up two because they're pricey
0: Understand. So yeah, I figured I'd
1: do zero. Issue. Do I need it? And do I need to read them? Oh, it makes sense to read them in order, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> zero and one. Well, why do they do should, that? Zero
0: buy number two and then read one, two, zero is the reading that order. That sounds do.
1: really annoying.
0: No, but it's that great. Sounds terrible. It's great. You should do it.
1: Why do they start? Why do they have a zero issue?
0: Why don't they just yeah, start with one? I don't. I don't understand sometimes why publishers would do the zero issue because it felt like there was like. Uh, like, Marvel did a, a a month where they did, like, zero issues. And the idea was that it, it takes place before the origin story. Because more often than not, a lot of the first issues for Marvel Comics, for especially for a lot of their mainstay characters, was, mm-hmm. like, the origin story. Right. So their idea of doing the zero issue was, like, why don't we do a story that happens before the origin story? Okay. Uh, and it would usually be just, like, you know, fleshing out something about their their history, their backstory, before they gain the supernatural or the superhuman abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I don't know why other, uh, also like DC One Million started doing zero issues too.
1: This, no, DC, I mean, this DC Rebirth
0: uh, had zero is, issues. Yeah, and and uh, Zero Hour uh, back in the '90s, they also did zero issues, and those were like origin stories of these new characters that they're introducing, or just kind of resetting the status quo cool for various titles. Okay. And I feel like that I'm thinking those were t- the two first instances of zero issues. Okay. And then since then, it's just kind of stuck around that idea of like, the zero issue is like almost at like the rebirth issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Except in calling kind of like zero issues, they're just the rebirth issues where they kind of reset the status quo, so to speak, or kind of at least give you an idea of how this is going to all be set up. And then it's really the first issue that's, I, well, the first issue that really kind of just drives that, st- that new storyline. But I also feel like, man, I don't,
1: can't I just start that at one? Yeah, can <laughs> like, you just, I don't know. I don't. I, know, don't, yeah.
0: I don't know. That, see the need for why I need Captain Marvel Zero. Can't I just have Captain Marvel Number One?
1: Yeah. Well, I bought both of them, so now I have both. But yeah. So I I actually don't know. And this is sort of fun. I don't know anything. And I guess it's true for the incre- the Unstoppable Wasp, other than you've talked about her. um, And I've heard the way people describe her. What did you say that she's like a mix of Unstoppable Wasp is like a mix of.
0: Oh, uh, like was it Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt?
1: Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Which I love. I love that idea. So I'm like, great. Um, I know literally nothing about Mighty Captain Marvel. I know she's a woman. That's all I know. There you go. And I know she's a Marvel character. Uh, and that's kind of the whole thing. So.
0: Well, I feel like Carol Danvers. I'm not, I'm struggling with liking her as Captain Marvel. Okay. Uh, because originally she was Miss Marvel. Yes, uh, you know, so yeah, basically half human, half Cree. so she has a kind of split. Oh. Uh, yeah, her genes have been split, so she, uh, she's been transformed from just regular human into kind of a Cree human hybrid, and now she has these abilities.
1: So Captain Marvel is Miss Marvel, or no? She
0: started off as she started off as Miss Marvel, and certainly there's the Miss Marvel now, Kamala Khan. Uh, mm-hmm. and she's kind of taken that name because Miss Marvel kind of, I don't want to say that she, pretty, in a sense, pretty much just promoted herself
1: uh oh. and it
0: because there was another captain Rowell who was a man okay uh who uh came from the planet Kree uh-huh. and uh had the had the mega bands which were you know, allow him to you know channel energy and shoot he could fly, he had super strength uh he had cosmic awareness, meaning that he was in touch with the universe, so he could you know sense things and whatnot uh you know as we're all with like awareness such
1: a that sounds like such a cop-out power to me. Nah, it's cool, man. He, cosmic
0: he, awareness. He just, like, knows things and stuff. He just knows, man. He's in tune, man. He's in tune with that universe. Okay. Uh, but it was written that he, uh, in, in the event of saving, uh, uh, stopping this bad guy, Nitro, mm-hmm. uh, there's this canister that opened up that had uh, some a gas or radioactive material, but the end result is it gave him cancer. Okay. And it was the subject of the first ever Marvel kind of uh, high-end graphic novel, hmm. where it was, uh, you know, it was, my gosh, it was 64, 90 pages, but it was the, called The Death of Captain Marvel, hmm. and a special standalone story where uh, it just kind of continued the, the story of Captain Marvel, and Jim Starlin wrote and drew it, and it was an extension of that last uh, story that he did with Captain Marvel, where Captain Marvel had been exposed to this uh, canister that had opened up, and it had you know, given him uh, cancer, and now you're watching him kind of make uh, make peace with his passing. Hmm. Ah, uh, so a really, really cool story, and that's like a story that, though they've teased, they've always teased having him come back. It's always been either a doppelganger like the Skrulls or something else. It's never been the real Captain Marvel. Okay, but you had this other character, Miss Marvel, Carol Danvers, mm-hmm. <clears throat> who knew Miss, who, who knew Captain Marvel, but it was kind of her own thing. She was like a Cree human hybrid, even okay. though Captain Marvel was, uh, full, and are uh, you full saying Cree? Kree, K-R-E-E.
1: Okay, so not like Cree Native American.
0: No, he's okay. a Kree and outer space alien. Okay. Uh, and so she had super strength and energy blast and all that stuff, uh, and she had her own run. She actually first started off working for, uh, with J. Giona Jameson. She was kind of like affiliated with the Spider-Man universe. Oh. She wor- She she would work uh, with uh, J. Giona Jameson, uh, the other Spider-Man tangential characters like Betty Brandt and... Other secondary characters would kind of interact with her as well. Mm-hmm. And she, I, I was always a sucker for her first costume. It's kind of like very similar to Captain Marvel. It's kind of a red and blue, but very, very short, and she had like a really long scarf. Okay. That would kind of trail. Is that kind <coughs> of
1: what this is an, om- an homage to?
0: Kind of like that, yeah. Okay. This um, is,
1: I'm holding up the cover of the Mighty Captain Marvel issues uh, number zero.
0: Issue number zero. Yeah. Uh, but then she got a costume change. Chris Claremont, who wrote a lot of the X Men issues, mm-hmm. also wrote some of the the Miss Marvel stuff. She got a costume change. I should let me pull up a picture of her in her. Do do do
1: So she, okay, so the original Cap, the the male Captain Marvel, was he actually a captain, or did he just call himself a captain? Also, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm having a hard time getting over in the superhero worlds you can just declare yourself a title like I could be like dame like (laughs) dame fishing or something like I could just make myself like I could go from being like uh, miss fishing to then be like dame fishing oh that's kind of cool
0: she looks like the Incredibles yeah so that was her original costume always a sucker for that style Mm. Um, and then
1: you like the over the knee boot
0: yeah there's something about that it's kind of cool um and then <clears throat> she kind of updated her costume and then looked like this.
1: Oh, I've seen her at cons.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, there you go. In fact, do, 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 do. that one looks
1: much more X Men to me.
0: <laughs> is that well, a weird thing to say? No, not at all. In fact, uh,
1: there you go. That sash around the waist, man. That's like an X Men. That's like when we read. Uh,
0: like uh, Dark Phoenix.
1: Yeah, that's like Dark Phoenix.
0: Nailed it. There you go.
1: Oh yeah, hers yeah. is cool. <clears throat>
0: Uh, funny you should bring the X-Men up, though, because <clears> – <throat> so uh, Miss Marvel had kind of a history where uh, you know, she got kind of ab- abducted and taken in, uh, by this guy, a gentleman named Marcus, who kind of used mind control and then took her away, and uh, it almost seemed like it was kind of like a, a rapey, rape story kind mm-hmm. of thing uh, – which like looking back on it now people are like oh yeah, is this? this is really creepy but he uh, basically my controller and spirited her away from the Avengers and so she was gone for a while she eventually came back uh, but she interacted a lot with the X-Men mm-hmm. and she went out to outer space with them uh, she ended up getting her powers changed slightly uh, while she was with the X-Men and the Star Jammers and turned into binary so hung out in outer space for the longest time it was had a, like, kind of a red and white costume like was basically red and kind of like, Flare up and stuff. So,
1: and this was when she was <clears> still <throat> Miss Marvel.
0: Yeah, then she so, changed her name to uh, to to Binary, and so she Miss Marvel to
1: Binary to then
0: Captain Marvel. And then she went back to Miss Marvel. Actually, no, she went back to uh, Warbird originally. <laughs> she went back to Warbird and she joined the Avengers. And they and then also developed a drinking problem.
1: Really She did. Yes. Well, she's had a rough time of it, man. She's go. had a rough go. This is uh, what happens when you just like give female characters a rape storyline. And yeah. then you figure out later, like, well, we didn't deal with that, so maybe now she's an
0: alcoholic. Yeah, so they, she was an alcoholic, and Tony Stark had to uh, fire her from the Avengers. Uh, she got her act together and came back, and then changed it back to Miss Marvel. And then it was during the first—no, House of M, she saw another—in uh, the alternate reality mm-hmm. that Wanda created, she saw herself as kind of like the— Superman or Wonder Woman of that world. Oh, that's of, cool. Know, super, and so like, my gosh, that's my potential. That's my possibilities that I could achieve. Yeah, and so I got to get my act together uh, because I, I've seen what's possible for me to happen if I am at the top of my game. Right, and I'm not now, so I got to get there.
1: Oh, that's well, okay, that's a yeah. cool glimpse. I just um, it always bothers me when it's like, and then they were raped. It's like and that's and that's not just comic books. That's like television too. Yeah, it's like such a. It's become such. This is a whole other discussion, but you know, it's become such a like a plot device. It's become so used that it's disappointing and upsetting. You know, because yeah. a lot of times they don't take the if they if they take the time to develop the if to have these fully realized characters that then come to terms with that and have to adjust. You know what I mean? That shows how they change and um in in the ways in which they deal with that. Then maybe it wouldn't be such a problem. <laughs> that it's become kind of a uh, kind of a a sore on the face of a lot of media. You know what I mean? No, that's very true. Um, So, okay, so she's she's had a lot of different, uh, I I guess, identity crises and things like
0: that. Yeah. Um, And she eventually decided, you know what, I need to get my act together uh, and I will... The, the name Captain Marvel, this mantle, uh, mm-hmm. it's like, I should assume that because it's always just been kind of out in the void for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another Captain Marvel for a while, Monica Rambeau, who's part of the Ultimates now, but she was also part of Next Wave, okay. which is a really bonkers series. Uh, also part of the Avengers for the longest time. And really cool character. I always liked her a lot. Uh, but she kind of gave away that, that, le- that name. Uh, and so it just always kind of hung there. And so she was always kind of reluctant to take the title. Uh, but then just finally stepped up and said, "You know what? I this title, this name's out there. I should do it." And so she became Captain Marvel.
1: Huh. And is that this this <clears throat> this lady with the blonde hair? That is. No. So okay. So this is the same character to which you're referring.
0: Yep. So yes, she good old oh, Carol Danvers.
1: Carol. Carol. What's her name? Carol Danvers. Danvers. And has she always been <laughs> Miss Marvel slash Captain Marvel slash all the other things that you just said, or was there a different? woman who was Captain Marvel.
0: Uh no. Well there there was Captain Marvel who's the uh the Cree gentleman. Just the
1: men. Okay, yes. great. All right, cool. Who
0: had a very similar costume to her original one, okay. except it was a full body one. He didn't uh <laughs>
1: Do you like this one? This one has the red sash still, but it's a full body. I,
0: I'm not a huge fan of this costume. No. I don't know. I mean I can understand why it's, you know because the older school costumes can be, you know, seen as, you know, a very sexualized mm-hmm. version of these costumes for women. Uh, so, but, like, this one, I don't know if the design really sucks me in that much for Captain Marvel. I
1: think the gloves are kind of weird.
0: She used to have a helmet as well, too.
1: Okay, and <clears throat> I like her hair, and I don't mind the flight suit. Like, I like that. I, I actually don't mind it. To me, it does, it looks like a flight suit. Uh, I don't mind that, but I think the, the gloves are sort of, sort of weird. That's maybe a strange thing to say. Uh, And the
0: helmet would allow still a little bit of her hair to kind of poke up at the top, like almost like a little mohawk. Mm -hmm. We kind of squeeze her hair and let it come out there. Uh, But then eventually she just, for the most part, she just dropped the mask because it's like everybody knows who I am. So (laughs) it's the point of me wearing a mask. Cool. Uh, Yeah. Um, I don't know. I want, I feel like this is the character that Marvel's telling you that is important, and this is, you know, like, the, our, our strongest female uh, protagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta, you should, and they've they've tried very seriously. I think this is our third go-around Oh, so far. okay.
1: She's just it's not, it's like, stop trying, stop making, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's like yeah. one of those scenarios.
0: <laughs> I, I, uh, there's the original Captain Marvel costume. Oh, my. Yeah. Look at that hair. There you go. What a stud, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I, I, I. I want to like Captain Marvel more than I should, but I just have never been able to really just get into the series. And I felt like her portrayal in Civil War 2 mm-hmm. didn't do much for me in terms of like really making me like her character more. In okay. fact, it made me kind of dislike her character a little bit more, to huh. be honest. Yeah. All right. Uh, but, you know, I've tried re- – I read the first – Two issues, the zero and the one, and then I was like, oh, I think I'm good enough for right now because okay. it's the issue two came out yesterday or today, oh, right? Uh And last night I was like, oh, should I buy it? Should I buy it? And I was like, mm, nah. I think I'm just gonna hold off for a little right. bit and see maybe if it comes up in a sale, then I'll okay. pick it up then.
1: All right. Well, I'm interested to read it.
0: I'll be curious uh, what you what you, have, what you have to think about that for somebody that doesn't have that backstory of Captain Marvel. Yeah. And I, only knows her from right here, right now. Yeah. What I, you think
1: I got I got nothing on her so. Yeah, I uh, I will let you know. And then the last thing that I picked up, and this doesn't count my like digital auto. I'm sure I got some a couple things digitally today too that came in. Um, This was kind of my big wild card. Ooh! It's called God Country. Do you know about this?
0: I don't know about that. This
1: is also Image, and it was up on one of the uh, one of the employees. It was like recommendations. Oh, nice. And I was like, huh. And I just I like the cover because what do we know about me?
0: Uh he doesn't have a shirt on.
1: Yes, I, I like I like that. No, I I, I li- it, like things hair. that look kind of like dark. Look at this. It's the same thing, right? It's like dark and one person like holding a big ass weapon. Like that's, yep. that's I guess that I guess that's what you what you we need know. to draw me in. <laughs> yeah, we know you're your kryptonite. Um but uh I kind of flipped through it and I like I thought the art was kind of neat. It's like it's wow. different looking to me. Okay. Um it's, it looks like it's watercolor. See? Look how weird Ah,
0: interesting. And uh Who's the
1: artist? Uh the artist is Shaw. Let's mm. see. Jeff Shaw. The the writer is Donnie Cates, um, Jeff Shaw, Art, Jason Wordy, Color, John J. Hill, Letters and Sign, and Jeff Shaw also did the cover. Mm. Um, so I picked it up and I said, Hey I, I asked um the the employee behind the counter, I was like, Do you know have you read this? Do you know what this is about? And she's like, yeah. She's like, it's real trippy. And I Mm -hmm. said, okay. And then one of the other employees came up and he's like, I love that. It's really cool. It's pretty fun. So I thought that Mm -hmm. I would uh, try something a little different. I guess that it's like, it's an aging, I really don't know. She meant she kind of told me what it was about, but she's like, it's kind of hard to even explain. So this is my like weird little wild card because it's a number one and I thought I'd Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance.
0: Oh, nice! We can sell it off in years from now for big, big money. That uh, You're of my game. I knew it. That's
1: how we monetize this podcast, Frank. <laughs> it's just sell off all of our number ones. Uh, all right, so uh,
0: we're t- <clears throat> talking about briefly, just like the expense. Uh-huh. Uh huh. For one reason, you need to buy Captain Marvel two. It's just like these books get a little pricey.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. I mean, so God Country number one, three ninety nine. Uh huh. Uh, how much? If a book, is, say it was 4 would you get it?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, if I thought it was interesting enough, if it okay. looked interesting to me. I feel like that you could also get te- – sometimes I feel like you get more with the number one, too. I don't know why they feel heavier. I don't know if they actually are, if that's just my mind. Um, mm. Some of the issue ones I feel like are a little bigger. And I just – I like an origin story. Mm-hmm. I just – I like – meaning not even the origin per se of the character. I like starting at the beginning of a run, you know? Um, we know so that about you, am d- you know, So I'm so predictable. Um, so yeah, so I saw it on the shelf, and I was like, "Yeah, all right." Um, if if I had asked them, and they were like, Meh, then I would have put it back down, you <laughs> know. But I kind of like, I like the cover. I thought it was cool. Its image, which for me is, you know, I like image stuff. Um, and then I like they've got they start just the first page is just like a quote. From Blood Meridian, I guess. <laughs> and so I was like, well, that seems interesting to me. And then the people and the, the guys in the shop seemed to like it. So I was like, well, that's, you know, five bucks is like five bucks. Uh, it passed all my criteria. Oh, well, that's good. You know what I mean? With the exception of, I me mean, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the writer or the artist.
0: Yeah, it's, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I, I think my... A desire to do like impulse buys, mm-hmm. or just like, hey, I'm willing to, you know, this week I'm just going to try something new, has kind of diminished with just like the cost. I feel like four dollars is hard to spend on a book mm-hmm. that you don't at least have a general sense of or feel like pretty good about.
1: Yeah, no, I can, I definitely understand <clears throat> that. I think that, um, I feel like I haven't bought as much recently. I don't know, just maybe I've been kind of, I've, I'm stocked, you know what I mean? So yeah. I've been like reading and also think people have been loaning me stuff. Oh, so nice. I feel like maybe that's like I haven't purchased as much as I had been. So maybe I felt a little more justified. But um, but yeah, I, I totally get it. They, they, I mean, they're expensive, you know? You go through and they tend to get expensive. I finally, well, I don't know if I got my own Marvel Unlimited working for good. But, you know, but I've been doing. And that's the thing. I probably, maybe those Marvel books that I just bought are on Marvel Unlimited?
0: Uh, uh, no, they would, they the Marvel limited works six months. So uh, okay, good. Day. Well,
1: then I don't feel so terrible about it no. then.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, well, that's, so those are all the, those are all the things that I bought today. Um, Man. and I, I, I'm pretty proud of myself because I, you know, I fear change. Um, <laughs> and all of this stuff is new for me. And the only one that I, the only two rather that I had an inkling, a half I have no idea how they're going to be at all.
0: Really. And the other okay.
1: half, uh, one I'm pretty sure I'm going to like. Well, the other two I'm pretty sure I'm going to like because one all came right. on a strong friend recommendation, and the other one I like the writer.
0: Ooh, so, interesting.
1: Yeah. What uh, what do you, what do you got floating who, around there?
0: Who does God Country? Uh, Cates. Uh, Donny Cates, Jeff Shaw. Hmm. And you don't know them? I don't. No, I don't. I met Donny. Oh really?
2: Yeah, Comic Con one year. <clears throat> I interviewed him. He's actually um he had a really cool book, um, about a guy who basically gets his superpowers from drinking. But oh
1: like,
2: but he like became like an alcoholic like blackout drunk. <laughs> so it's it's basically applying the superhero allegory to like the remorseful drunk who like got into a car accident and killed a kid. Oh, that sounds hmm. really
1: fascinating. Yeah, what's true. that called?
2: Ooh. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's like his, It's came out a couple of years ago, and if you just look up like anything like-
1: Superhero, drunk superhero kills kid? No, just
2: look like <laughs> Danny and it'll be listed like one of his top stories.
1: That's cool. I, I, that, see, now that sounds interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, Mah. No, I, I think uh, be interesting. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> We're just different. Or is your throat okay?
0: I don't, I, for some reason, I just have, you know, just stuff caught in my throat tonight. Okay. I don't did know, that's go, terrible.
1: Do you go walk out and like, yack?
0: <laughs> uh-huh. I uh I have never uh hawked a loogie, as I like to say as the kids oh, on the streets say do I, do You he? never
1: have? I thought all boys could do that. No, I I, I can't I can't do it. I'm I mean I'm kind of glad cuz I think it's frankly like real gross, but if you're sick or something it's a good thing to be able to do. I just I guess I just assumed that was like a talent that all guys had.
0: No, you I know? do not underdo do that nor have I ever I did have uh there's a guy that I went to high school with who uh We some days we'd have wrestling class. Great, I was never the best I was looking forward to because I was not zero athletics (laughs) in high school. I'm
1: coordinated. My brother was like a champion wrestler. Do you know that? He's like a state champion wrestler. My little brother. Mm -hmm. Mm Is
0: he a national champion?
1: Um, not a national champion. I think he placed in nationals though. Oh, Wow, that's awesome. He's quite good. He went to Nebraska on a wrestling, the wrestling. Oh well, look at him. Yeah, pretty great.
0: Yeah. Uh, So I mean, I've never done that, nor. yeah, I haven't heard the loogie or...
1: So what was the rest of the start? I or cut whistle. you off. I
0: don't know how to whistle either. You
1: can't whistle? I
0: cannot whistle. Really? I, can, I can't. I can No matter what, I can just do this. I can't. It's so
1: close though.
0: I can't do it. I, and I can't ever... I've always been envious of the people I can put their fingers oh, in Oh, yeah. Mouth. My mom
1: can do like a really loud one. Like oh, I can't.
0: Like that one? I, yeah, ugh, I can't. I've always wanted to know how to do that. I can't
1: do that. I can whistle though. Well, Wh- so so what's, what's your... I don't
0: believe you in tune.
1: What, what tune would you like to hear?
0: Uh you can do any kind of just hold a note for a moment. Okay. <whistles> all right. That was all right, impressive. Pretty solid yeah. whistling, right? That was nice. Oh, thank you. <coughs> um I yeah.
1: cannot do any of that. Well that's that's sad. I'm sorry. So what so right, I cut off your wrestling story because I'm yes. terrible. What so what you've never you said your friend. In high school, and then you said, Oh, wrestling. yes. Uh,
0: so, uh, well, not, re- not really my friend, uh, but he, w- <laughs> uh, we were in class together. But they, uh, we'd some days we'd do wrestling, uh-huh. and uh, he would do a farmer's blow all the time because they had to have the wrestling area we were at was right next to us showers. Oh, was so, that
1: when you snot?
0: Yeah, oh, you hold oh the that's and blow out oh,
1: the that's the grossest thing. Oh, <laughs> it was just, and so he
0: would. We'd be wrestling, like say right here's like the little wrestling pad, and then just right here would be like the like hey, like right here is like the door to the bath the showers. Mm-hmm. And so we'd people kind of paired up wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. And then he would maybe wrestle and then get up and lean into that doorway and farmer blow and uh, then come back in and start that's doing so more. Gross. And then, ugh. And so you just see it on the tile. Do you in wanna there.
1: do you wanna call that guy out right now since you have a microphone?
0: Uh Eric uh, Eric Kripke.
1: Eric Kripke. Yes. Wow. Well, you suck, Eric Kripke. Mm-hmm. I hope you're not doing that anymore. There you go. Uh, he's, he's probably sad and single and alone because he did that in front of a girl once and she was like, never again. Ugh. And left. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. real gross. And if you're gonna do it, like, you know what? Here's the thing: your own private place, like by yourself, you do whatever you need and want to do. Like, I'm sure we all have embarrassing things that we do. Don't do stuff like that in front of like people. that's gross. Especially yeah. if you're not doing, if you're like just leaving it there, that's disgusting. I
0: have never once even been like tempted, to, like you know what? I should farmer blow.
1: I I've never heard it, it, it called that either, farmer blow.
0: Farmers blow. Farmers yeah. blow. Yeah, which I don't know why. I mean, I guess because you're out in. The, the fields like with your crops yeah. you don't have time to get a napkin maybe that's why they call it that I don't know why The Farmer's Blow is called The Farmer's Blow
1: that's I don't either that's uh, that's pretty gross
0: it is it is absolutely this gross.
1: makes me just want to play we should just play uh, Never Have I Ever in here one day we'll just do a drinking game on the podcast and people will be like what does that have to do with comic books and we'll be like it doesn't but this is the podcast and we'll just right. do Never Have I Ever and that way I know to be like never have I ever not been able to whistle and then you'll have to drink
0: no. <laughs> You've
1: armed me with knowledge. That's the most dangerous weapon.
0: <laughs> I'll be blitzed. I guess wow. so.
1: Oh, so okay, so that I like that detour. Um what so what did you pick up? What do you what do you have?
0: I uh man, just looking at my I'll just pull up my sweet current list. Uh, if you're interested right now, uh, Comixology is doing a big Batgirl sale in celebration of her fiftieth anniversary. Okay. So if you go to Com- Comixology, Comicsology, there's oh, there's a couple of good stories in there. There's uh, uh, there's like four hundred and thirty pages of story.
1: Oh my gosh. For
0: six bucks. No way! That's yeah. a, that's crazy. Uh but it's uh, Robin year one. And back earlier one, okay. kind of exploring their kind of their, – their first year kind of forming their their secret identity and going out and fighting crime. Okay. Uh, and for, Rob, uh, for Robin, it's called The Gauntlet, and that's pretty cool. It's where to get the final nod to be Robin is that you have to go through this kind of like gauntlet, a very arduous night of uh, fighting crime and stuff.
1: And which Robin is this?
0: That is Dick Grayson. Okay. So That old is school the Robin. only Robin that <clears>
1: I can name. Other than Burt Ward, and that is an actor's
0: name. (laughs) So, Dick Grayson. Uh, No, Tim Drake?
1: No, Mm. I wouldn't have known to say Tim Drake. Okay. If you had asked me, like, name two Robins, I would have been like, damn.
0: (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) Well, as long as we just, uh, yeah. If we don't ask you, well, I guess, yeah, the character names, yeah, that would be if you don't. I mean,
1: I could name the actors that all played Robin. Okay. All of them. Except for maybe animated.
0: Yeah, we'll skip the animated. Okay. But we'll give me any live action appearance of a Robin. Burt Ward. Okay. Chris O'Donnell. Yes.
1: I think this is is there just two? <laughs> Are there just two?
0: Yeah, there's just two. I've met half of them. <laughs> uh yeah, it's uh Yeah, no, I mean I uh, I feel like you can make the argument between like Dick Grayson or Tim Drake. Because uh, there's also uh Stephanie Brown who's Robin for a hot minute in the Batman universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was also spoilered. Then she became Robin, and then she supposedly died, and then she was eventually brought back. Uh, or I uh, find out that her death was kind of faked, uh, and she disappeared, and then came back. A spoiler. I have a question. Yeah.
1: Okay. Is Joseph Gordon Levitt Batman, or no, Robin? From the I, movie, because he was like, I can't even remember that. Well, thing. they
0: he... they change it. They do say is like when they found out like his his first name is really Dick. So that makes you think like, oh, but he's got, so, so he may have a similar first name, but he has a totally different last name.
2: No, his, first, his real first name is Robin.
0: Is it? Oh. that's yeah, more, more shit. Oh. Well, I don't so understand. Get it. What
1: does that mean? How does that, how does that?
2: Just nothing. that it, He made a reference to the possibility of him being like next Batman, so he just called him Robin. That's like a like a shitty. Oh,
1: it was uh, like a throwaway? Yeah. That's dumb. So, do, so that's the, what what they think happens is like is that he's set up to be the next Batman.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Do you or do you think he's is the next Batman, or do you think he assumes like a, a Robin type mantle? But but I guess Gotham needs a Batman. So if there's nobody else doing it, then it would make sense for him to kind of just jump right in fully into Batman, as opposed to like, all right, I'm just gonna you know for my own you know just. But I'm...
1: isn't there still a Batman in this world?
0: Oh, and in we're talking DC Comics. No, no, in Christopher Nolan's. There isn't. Uh, I remember at the end of the last, uh, at the end of the trilogy, he had left to go with Selena Kyle, and he was living somewhere. I think was it was Italy. Was that where he was at the end of the movie?
1: Oh, I guess I thought that that was just like a temporary.
0: Yeah. No. No. That was he was gone because I mean, it, it, to other everybody other than Alfred and Selena, he was dead because remember he flew off in the black plane, black plane, the bat, bat plane. plane. You're so sleepy. With the um, with the nuclear missile. <laughs> Her. Okay, and then yeah. it detonated.
1: That's right, and I guess he. Fa- oh, okay,
0: yeah. All and right. everybody thought he was dead.
1: Okay, I thought I was going to be able to name a third Batman actor, but I'm not able to. Sorry, guys. I thought Are I a was third gonna... Robin actor? A thir- yes, I thought it was me. Be... No, I can name so many Batman
0: actors. Okay, let's see. Can you name them all?
1: I think. I think so. All right. Okay, so uh, you got Adam West. Yes. Michael Keaton. Yes. George Clooney. Yes. Um, Christian Bale. Yes. Um. A uh, oh gosh, what is his name? He's so weird in real life. He's got a V in his name. Um, oh, he's aged terribly. Oh, what's his name? I think I know what you're talking about, <laughs> but I, I can't help you. What's his name? You all know who I'm talking about, though. Yep. uh.
0: I'll I'll give you one line reading, which always bugged the heck out of me. Okay. Harvey, I'm Batman. That was terrible. <laughs> Hate that scene. <laughs>
1: Um uh Oh my god, what is I'm just having a brain fart on the, on his name, on the actor's name. Doesn't one of them start with a V, one of his names? Mm. Honor huh- Huckleberry. That's, yes, That's him. getting
0: closer. Um <laughs> uh. V V V va- V ba- oh. ra- Val Kilmer Ah there you go Val
1: Kilmer God I was gonna drive me crazy I would have like I would have w- called you At like 3 o'clock in the morning And just been like Val Kilmer <laughs> um, Val Kilmer And Are there any other Batman actors That I forgot uh,
0: uh, Michael Keaton uh, uh, Val Kilmer George Clooney Adam West Tri- Adam West Christian Bale uh-huh. uh, Ben Affleck
1: Oh, a little Batfleck. I forgot yes. about Batfleck. Yep, he's the new one.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah, he's <laughs> I'm like, how are you doing that with your throat?
0: But then there's also the stories about where he's well. One, he stepped away from directing and writing it, uh-huh. uh, and then now he there's articles saying that he's trying to distance himself from being Batman entirely. Which I, I guess the negative reactions to like, according to articles, and who knows what's the truth and what's just speculation. But like, right. li- Live by Night, his film that came out in January, didn't do very well at all. And you it was kind of panned. Well, uh, and it was big, and it it was a kind of a hit to univer- uh, uh, Warner Brothers' bottom line. Huh. So well, you the, don't think
1: that has any? I think he wants to blame Batfleck when he should blame ending his marriage. Um, really. I mean, I don't know. I'm saying – here's – here's, I think that like for the general – I don't know that this makes any difference. It shouldn't make any difference, honestly. It really shouldn't. But he was kind of weird about the whole – he seemed like – and this is, again, this is all just like, you know, um, just Entertainment Tonight bullshit basically, right? Because nobody knows what goes on in a marriage between two people and it shouldn't really affect, you know, unless the – I don't want to open this door. It's hard. I'm hesitant even. I was like, unless the person's like beating his wife, then maybe don't go see his movie. Um, But like, it seemed like he went a little weird. Like they got divorced and he kind of, he, it seemed like I saw an interview with him and he looked a mess and he kind of sounded a mess.
0: Well, I mean, and
1: live my night. Like I'm a worker for PS: These views do not necessarily represent Warner brothers or their (laughs) affiliates. Um, and I didn't even know, I would not have known that movie existed if I didn't work there and they offered like an employee screening did and I still didn't it? go. No. Why not? Um, because by the time I even found out about it, it was almost too late. I was like, what is this movie even? And I, I, it was during the middle of the day. I couldn't get, I couldn't I had a meeting, so I couldn't go. But I don't know. Like if you just said live by night to somebody, would anybody know? Like if I were like, did you see live by night? Would you know what I was talking about? Yep. Yeah. See,
0: mm, I would because you know, my fingers on the pulse. I get it. Pop you community.
1: are. You're super relevant. That's right, man. I know what the deal is. <laughs> Especially if it involves General Hospital. You're, like, on that shit.
0: So much. I mean, they did shoot in our Backlot, in our uh, Six Point Texas sets. Oh, nice. They you get
1: really excited. Uh, and Frank is referring to the Universal Studios Backlot, everybody. That is lot, everybody.
0: Yes. Uh, they shot some of uh, Six Point's Texas, our uh, Six Point's Texas location, or Western sets, that's what it's called. It was used in Live By Night for a few scenes. Oh, I've not seen the film, so I don't know exactly how uh. long and what buildings were used.
1: I certainly wouldn't be opposed to seeing it, but I don't think that Batfleck had anything to do with with the low low turnout uh, by night.
0: No. Like, I, not enough for him to be no, like,
1: I'm no longer Batman. No.
0: Because, I mean, I think he had a good trend because he had Argo and he had... Um, Which was so good. Uh, the, his Boston one. Um, gosh, with Jeremy Renner and...
2: Well, he's at a kind
0: the, the Town. town. Yes, yeah, which he did
1: really well, yeah. Yeah,
0: so yeah, I mean, he's had a good track record with yeah. those films. And this is the first one that was kind of a nice, it, that was a big misstep.
1: Did he? I didn't even know he directed that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think, I mean, I would blame whoever, I would honestly, I would blame publicity. Because I just,
0: yeah, I think the,
1: most people didn't know about it. Whereas like when The Town was out, oh my gosh, I saw billboards for that everywhere. Argo, you couldn't escape Argo. And, Argo, and for good reason, Argo was yeah. brilliant. Did you see this movie?
0: I did not. Okay. No, well. but I also... Excuse me. I feel like it, maybe he was getting a um, like a bad rap on that too, um, mm. because I, you know, I, he doesn't set out to do a bad movie. It just sure and, you know. And I think whenever um, the the campaign, I don't know if that would have changed anybody's mind. It just, I guess, maybe the story just wasn't there to grab them to begin with. Well,
1: when I saw, when I finally like looked, I was like, "What is this movie?" Because they they kept like putting it, and so I looked at it. I was like, "Holy crap! This cast is great." got a great cast in it.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know? I like
1: I just <laughs> I but again, if I hadn't if it hadn't popped up on my like WB employee homepage every day, I don't think I would have known about it. And I like movies a lot. Yeah. You know. So, I don't know. I just like if I'm working there and, you know, kind of in this industry and I barely knew about it, I can't imagine that anybody from the Midwest or um n- not like plugged into this industry directly even knew about it. You know? True. And I only know that because my brother has like called me out on that before. You know? He's like, well, you're in it. Like, you know all these things about the movies and you see them, but like, I don't see it because of blah, 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 blah. So it makes me think about that stuff. You, you know what you
0: need to do for your brother is You need to lift the veil of secrecy.
1: On some of Hollywood's hottest filming locations. Oh, look Perhaps. at you. Look at that. <laughs>
0: like riding a bike, Amanda. That's right. No, riding no. a Jump bike. Jump
1: on it. Jump on <laughs> it. Uh, what else filmed in those uh, Six Points, Texas sets? Frank? Uh,
0: saving Mr. Banks, Westworld. Uh, a lot of classic, uh, classic and modern westerns Aubrey Murphy Jimmy Stewart uh, Jeff Bridges We're talking modern day Oh yes, all, well, like them, all the, the most bill. famous
1: cowboys Have moseyed down those streets Throughout the years That's what you're saying there That's you amazing so, I know that Westworld film They pick up shots or they,
0: what uh, Yeah they, I guess for uh, When they had a huge orgy that oh. was Six Points Texas, and the, for the huge orgies. Really? And that was the big thing when they that day that they were filming is that they couldn't have anybody driving around Six Points Texas right. because there was lots a lots of, of nudity, and so they're very sensitive. Like, please do not drive around this area because, and that not, not because they're worried about the actor safety, but that 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 anybody driving around may be offended. Right. And so they didn't want to have that on top of everything. Like, now we got to deal with this person who's really offended by seeing a bunch of boobs in <laughs> Six Points Texas. What's yeah. happening? Yeah. Uh, hilarious. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, as we're getting ready to wrap up, I, I oh, in fact, I didn't even mention some of the titles that I was reading. I know I'll, we've been uh, talking. Quick, sorry, I will power, power just a few titles. Uh, one, as I, I have read up here, is that they're giving Batwoman her finally her own series. Oh,
1: have, have you been reading any of the Batwoman? I stuff? have not. Should I be?
0: Uh, I think I think you may be interested in the Detective line. Check okay. Check out Detective Comics, and that's the, the idea where Batman decides to take members of the Bat family and kind of forge a, a unit with them. Okay. and uh recruits a batwoman to be his basically second in command okay. almost like the field instructor okay uh, and so she's military trained uh her father was almost like uh you know how Barbara Grayson was oracle for a while mm-hmm. she was, uh, so she was her father was almost like her oracle He's, you know fully he was a mil- had a military background as well too, but he was kind of like, I stay here I give you the intel and the information. You go out and you fight the crime and you put the bad guys away. This,
1: this is, is Barbara cancer. Grayson.
0: This is um, uh, Barbara Kane. Is,
1: but is, is Barbara Grayson a character?
0: Barbara, oh, no, Barbara Grayson isn't. But okay. uh, Barbara, I was thinking Dick Grayson. Oh yeah, uh, you've okay. got Dick Grayson, and then uh, you've got uh, Karen, uh, Karen Kane. Um, yeah, no wait, is it Karen Kane? Yeah, no, I'm losing. Uh, but you've got her... Basically, the uh, she's related to Batman, okay. which is kind of cool. So yeah. Batman decides, like, you know what? I'm going to get these team people that I kind of like. So he takes the Tim Drake, Tim Drake version of Robin, takes Clayface, a, a bad guy, but figures out that uh, the chemicals that turn him into Clayface are also making his mind unstable. So if he stays in that clay form for too long, his mind starts kind of getting mm, all wonky. But if he stays focused, he can keep control of himself and not always do necessarily bad things. He's just...
1: I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. That's
0: true. So, mm. uh, and it, and then spoiler, and uh, I think that's it. Spoiler is the title. Spoil- uh, spoiler is another character. Uh, oh yes, uh, Stephanie Brown. Who <laughs> I we, thought
1: you were about to announce something that was okay. like a spoiler alert. And in spoiler, <laughs> uh,
0: uh, but no, it's uh it's it's a cool series, okay. and then eventually decided to spin Batwoman out of there into her own series. So okay. she's still going to be both books, but she now has one separate series that cool. is done, uh, the art is done by the guy that did the art in Velvet. Oh, I yeah, like that. Steve Epting. Yeah, so, great. I think that would be good. So I've been reading that. Uh,
1: You've been uh, reading Batwoman?
0: Uh, I've been reading Batwoman. I've been reading a Spider- Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, I've been reading The Avengers. Both of those... Uh, Spider-Man just got done with a big, huge. I, it was a big, huge event, and then it was like, "So there's crossovers and events, right? And events can happen in one character's book. They may be touched on by other books, mm-hmm. you know. If they want to just kind of get a little piece of the action for that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I've got uh, like if it's a Spider-Man event, you may have a story about um, the Craven, who kind of shows up on the side of the street, uh, and doesn't really impact the main mission, but you can tell a quick little short story about him." Uh, around all this wreckage of this alien spaceship or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, so. Spider Man's been very cool. Uh, also, The Fix. We've talked about that. Yeah, before. Yeah. Yeah. So, you still, still reading, reading that, The Fix? Yeah. Great. Still reading that. Uh, the cover
1: on that new one is funny.
0: Uh, you know, actually, another book that I really have been enjoying is Occupy Avengers.
1: Oh, I don't, uh, I don't know that.
0: Uh, during Civil War II, uh, Hawkeye was, well, he was arrested for killing Bruce Banner, the Hulk.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, he was eventually let go because of all these different circumstances. But he's basically kind of not really welcomed by the Avengers, but mm-hmm. everybody else in America thinks he's a hero for doing this because they always figured the Hulk was a, a menace. Uh- and it was only a matter of time before he probably lost total control and destroyed everything. Okay. So if somebody had a chance to put him away, and they did, that's great. Good on him, yeah. Uh, but he's kind of taken this to, he doesn't like how he's felt about all this, mm-hmm. so he's tried to make it, like, go back to the streets, you know, be a hero to the people again, mm-hmm. and go on missions that uh, have a more smaller focus, but still have a big impact. Okay. So it's been been—it's been really cool. I've seen that, because it, the fourth issue right now, and sl- or the third issue, yeah, fourth issue, he's slowly starting to develop his team. It's not everybody's in the first issue together. Mm-hmm. He has his one partner, Black Panther. Uh, another one is the Red Wolf, okay. which is cool. And then a third, uh, a the fourth
1: silver monkey, yes, yeah. the blue barracuda.
0: A fourth one just got kind of added this episode, so i will be curious to see. And it's a first ongoing woman in the series as they do their jumps, so it'll cool. be curious to see how this having a woman in the mix kind of affects anything. All right, uh, Wonder Woman, still reading that. Are you? Yeah, I just finished the last two issues today, really like that. The story that it's taking some okay. nice twists and turns, great, kind of filling in a little bit more history of why, uh, Catherine Kale hates Wonder Woman so much. She's that the blonde media mogul. Why she hates her so much. Okay. And then you get a little bit more backstory on the cheetah too. If I don't okay. know what her deal is as well.
1: Cool. I um I have not been reading Wonder Woman. I'm very behind. But uh I'm glad to hear that it's going well because maybe I'll pick it back up again.
0: Yeah, I've been enjoying it. Cool. Uh in fact if when it's out it's like one of the first few books that I'll make sure I I gotta read this. Oh really? This. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Uh, uh i picked up Flash. I picked up uh uh, Spider-Man Gwenpool uh, Gosh Let's see uh, Is it
1: Spider-Man Gwenpool?
0: Uh, Spider-Man Gwenpool Spider-Man Deadpool Oh okay By Ed McGuinness and Joe Kelly okay. The The uh, writer and artist of a, Gwen, of a Deadpool series I keep wanting to say Gwenpool uh-huh. Of a Deadpool series Back in the mid 90s Okay and It was It was fine Yeah Okay <laughs> Um. Yeah so some really uh Some good stuff Uh, I still got issues of The wildlife I gotta read Oh boy uh yeah. And uh Green Valley, which uh is produced by Image. You so you may already like that as well.
1: I don't know what Green Valley is.
0: And uh written by Max Landis.
1: Who is
0: the son of John Landis.
1: Who did the fix? I didn't know what
0: John Landis do. John Landis, he's a dr- he did, like, oh, Brother. oh yeah. Oh, no, I didn't well, okay. Thousand, no, Animal house a hey, right. small a small indie film. No, and- I'm sorry.
1: I was I'm I'm thinking strictly in this medium. So Gotcha been, so, like, I I was like trying to think. I was like you say this like I should know what comic book he writes.
0: Oh, <laughs> no. but he wrote this and it's about four uh four men back in uh, medieval times. Oh, uh, where something's about to attack, and there are he the it's one like the
1: blue knight versus the yellow knight,
0: sort of. But you know, they're just like they're they're like the 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 crumb de la crumb of knights. Okay, and so it's like basically set up to be a four against this incredible alien invasion that's here to stop Earth.
1: Well, that's yeah, cool. So it should be What's it called? Green?
0: Yeah, the Green uh, Green Valley. The Green Valley. G- uh, great art, and the story's been interesting for the first two issues. I haven't read the third one yet. Okay. So I've got the third, fourth, and fifth, which came out today on my iPad.
1: Maybe I'll check it out. That oh. sounds like a great um, recommendation. Oh, well, look at that. The Green Valley.
0: Great. Uh, and uh, do you have any recommendations? Do
1: recommendations. have any recommendations? Um, well... I don't have any recommendations. Okay. I'm excited to read all the stuff that I have piled up here. I feel like I've been a little behind. I've pretty much just been reading like Bone, for the last because <laughs> I, you know, because Matt gave me like all
0: all of the volumes. There's yeah, so, many of them. so I figured I'm gonna um, just buy it on digital, for twenty bucks, the whole entire set. Oh, that's cool. And just power through it. That's
1: a great because uh, it's
0: been a while since I've read it.
1: Yeah, and it's really good. But I've been, you know, I kind of a hard time. Balancing several stories at once, like I, you know what I mean. Like I usually, if I've got a bunch of issues in one story, I want to just read the whole thing. So, um, yeah, what's still good? All right, Uh, uh, God, Bitch Planet is still good. Nice, Lazarus Um, still good. Lazarus is still good. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I do I do want to read more Daredevil because I enjoyed that.
0: Do you? Are you looking for a specific run of the character, or you just want to jump in?
1: Um. I kind of just want to – I mean, part of me wants to read what's current,
0: mm-hmm. but okay. um,
1: just, you know, so that I'm, I'm up to date. But I, I wouldn't be opposed to, like, a, another data recommendation.
0: You could go back to the uh, – when Frank Miller, Frank Miller first came on the book, and you can kind oh. of see the foundations that he laid uh, that – I mean, they still have are touched on to today. Way back in the day. Yeah, I think it's one – because he started off as a writer with uh, Roger McKenzie was writing, and so mm-hmm. he started to start off as an artist for a couple issues, okay. and then he took over as writer and artist. Okay, uh, and I think I think it's the late the late one fifties that he takes over. Okay, uh, and from as just as an artist, and then I think it's the mid sixties. That he took over as a writer artist. Okay, that, yeah, great. Well, so. we'll take
1: a look. And yeah, I would, um, I would give uh, some recommended reading to everybody, but we've got some really cool guests kind of um, falling into place mm-hmm. for us. So to be honest with you guys, we're not sure um, who we're having on our next podcast because we have a couple people that were kind of trying to slot in work with their schedules. Oh. So um, what I will do is uh, we figure out what's going on. I'll, I'll make a little separate recording and I'll tag it on the end of this and that way you know what we'll be discussing oh, on the convicts. following very podcast cool. So uh, so stay tuned for that yeah. and as always, if you guys have any recommendations, please feel free to uh, you can email us at the yes. and Frank at gmail.com. You can tweet at us um, using the hashtag uh, novice and Frank. Um, yeah, uh, you can find Frank.
0: You can uh, find f- me on Twitter and Instagram. Getting yeah, that gram that's going, right? That Graham so, game going. So
1: many good food picks pics. Like food. I'm loving them. I think you, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, all
0: right. I'm trying to do two a day. Okay. It's making
1: eat. me. It makes me hungry. I saw that burger at Sim'sies today, and I was like, Oh, damn it! Like, oh, like so, you know, I work right by yeah, Sim'sies, so, like, we can do that for dinner anytime or My lunch goodness. anytime. Have you?
0: A, you gotta have the apple donut.
1: At Simsies. Yes. You know what? Um, oh. I I had a waiter hard sell me on an apple donut. Um, and we were on a lunch break, and by the time he recommended it, I was like, we have to go back.
0: You then you so, take it with you. Oh, okay, all right, okay. It's so we'll, good. That is a fantastic.
1: Come have lunch or dinner with me we'll all have right, an apple donut.
0: Yeah, you do not have yeah. to trust my arm on that one. Okay. Um, and Amanda, where can they find you?
1: Uh, they can find me at comic book novice on Twitter and Instagram, and feel free to uh, tag your awesome. Uh, novice and frank stuff on there too Yeah, I that's love usually it. where I post from yeah yeah
0: uh, we also have a big thank you again to Trevor mm-hmm. uh, Trevor any recommendations for people of what they should be reading uh,
1: Hawkeye's pretty good oh nice Hawkeye's pretty Excellent. good
0: everybody all right, check it out Look, look at that. That's a seal of approval from Trevor Reese.
1: Pretty good. Pretty good. That's, a, that's, a, that's like an A. Plus. Um, that's right. Yeah. And uh, we, like uh, we mentioned at the beginning, we've been doing some um, amazing crossover work with uh, some of the other podcasts here. Check out Tim Talk, they do uh, Batman. Very yes. specific Batman
0: Going through all the uh, the animated uh, DC animated universe
1: That's right And then uh, of course Timverse uh, I should say Timverse yes. Yeah And then uh, Trevor is uh, one of the co-hosts of a uh, podcast of Two Worlds There you Check go Check him out on Facebook as a Facebook group and um, all the other uh, beautiful, nerdy things at uh, the Nerd School Network Yeah, I think um, we're going to be, uh, hopefully,
0: in the next, uh, sometime this next month in March, uh, we'll mm-hmm. get Chris Lord, who's on Tim Talk, to come in and talk with us about Final Frontier. Yeah, very exciting really stuff. Cool.
1: That'd be great. Yeah, we're also so. going to be talking about Logan. There's a lot of really amazing things uh, up on the docket. So, i tuned. the docket. Make That's it sound right. really official. We're pretty legit.
0: All right, I mm-hmm. like it.
1: And on that note, we you play ourselves out.
0: Yeah, until next time, folks. Yeah. We have to say goodbye.
1: And we're sorry that you can't come with us.
0: But you can if you live in Burbank, California.
1: California, where all the magic can happen for you.
0: But not lately, because it's rainy and makes you feel like poo.
1: Now we have a sinkhole and it's really scary. Just look on the news.
0: <laughs> That's all we've been talking about.
1: And we hope we don't fall in, and we hope you hope we don't either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please don't wish us ill. We've got slots to fill with hot talk on the, the novice, novice and, and Frank.
1: Frank. <laughs> I'm just getting longer and longer those was... songs.
0: <laughs> Thanks,
1: everybody. Bye.
0: That uh, cut to, you know, three days later, we're still singing.
1: We're like.